Welcome to Beautiful Soul Sunday, and thank you for tuning in. Listen, we want you to be encouraged, uplifted, and strengthened in your faith as you listen to the show today. And we pray that this podcast will be a blessing to your soul. Now, here's your host, Dr. Lynn Gope. What is up, family? Grace and peace, beautiful souls. Rise and shine. It is a beautiful soul Sunday because this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. This is your host, your sister, your auntie. Yes, your girl, Dr. Lynn Goble. And listen, you know I am back again this week to give you another dose of the most insight, inspiration, energy, encouragement, and love. That is what I am here to give you a dose of. I hope that you are here for it because I am here for it. So come on in as I release some positive vibes to you wherever you are listening from, your phone, your home, your car, your computer, maybe even your radio or your television this week. Listen, once again, I would like to say thank you to all of my listeners nationwide and internationally who continue to support your girl's Godcast podcast. You know, I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you so much once again for tuning in. I am sending all of you big hearts and lots of love, even some air hugs right back to all of you all across the world. So I pray that all of you beauties had an amazing week on last week. Listen, I do want to shout out our boys high school basketball team who did make it to the state tournament on last week. Listen, we won our first game. We lost the second game. But you know what? Our guys are still both the sectional and the regional champions. So our guys had a great season. They played well. I am so proud of them. And I am even looking forward to them doing even greater things next year. So listen, shout out to them. Congratulations on a great season. I love you guys. I wish you well. And I do want to say this. Sometimes we can get caught up into living our own lives. And I know I have a really busy schedule. And it's very easy when things are happening in the world or when things are happening to other people to get sidetracked and not really take the time to stop and pray or consider what others are going through because we are not directly affected by it. But I do have to say that I was really brokenhearted to hear the loss of our dear sister, Tracy Braxton. I didn't know her, but she is the sister of the famous Tony Braxton and, of course, all of the other Braxton sisters, Tawanda, Trina, and Tamar Braxton, and their sister, Tracy, who passed away. She was 50 years old, and she secretly battled cancer within the last year. And I am always deeply affected whenever I hear of someone passing away from cancer because, of course, I am a cancer survivor myself. I have talked about that on the show before. So it is always a sensitive area for me 
whenever I hear that someone has passed away from cancer. And I just want to say that my heart really does go out to the Braxton family, especially to her husband, her son, her daughter-in-law, her grandson, and also to her father and her mother, Miss Evelyn Braxton, who shared a very inspiring message on social media about her daughter. Listen, this woman's fight, her resilience, and the strength that she has for her family clearly displays the relationship that she has with her Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And one thing she has always said is, look at God. So in spite of her daughter passing away, she has still found the strength, which is the strength of God to encourage her family as well as encourage the fans of her daughter, Tracy Braxton. So listen, truly, this has given us an amazing testimony and example of God's strength being made perfect in weakness. And of course, Miss Evelyn posted that she still desires the continued prayers for her and for her family. And I just want to say to the entire Braxton family that I am sending heartfelt condolences, love, and prayers for strength, comfort, and peace during this difficult time. I know some of you may have also experienced pain, grief, or trauma this year or within the last few years, and you may have fought your own personal or private battles. Listen, we are all dealing with something, but here's why you do not have to worry, you don't have to fret, or be discouraged over any of the things the enemy throws at you or any of the things the enemy comes at you with, it is because we can actually speak into existence whatever it is we stand in need of. And I want you to know, and I want to remind others that your words do have power. The Bible says that whatever you speak, you will have. So, If you are a negative person and you speak negative things, if you are not being positive and you are coming down on yourself or you are speaking downgrading things or negative things, listen, I want to encourage you instead of coming into agreement with the enemy, come into agreement with God. Bring your conversation into agreement with God's word because whatever you say, it goes from your mouth into the atmosphere and into your ear or into someone else's ear, right down your throat into the pit or the bottom of your stomach. And that is how you can actually eat your words. Because once it gets in you like that, It gets in your spirit and it corrupts your spirit. Listen, I am not just talking to you. I'm talking to myself. Lord, help me because that is exactly what is happening when, watch this, you use your own words to curse yourself. Even if the enemy is using someone else to speak something against you, 
Listen, you continue to speak the word of God over your life. If someone says that you don't matter or you are not important or you will never amount to anything, listen, speak back to the enemy. You don't have to be afraid to speak back to the enemy. Whenever the enemy is speaking those things, you can speak back to the enemy. I am the head and not the tail. I am above only and not beneath. If someone makes you feel like you are not the sharpest tool in the shed or that you are not smart, listen, speak over your life. I have the mind of Christ. Don't allow someone else to dictate your destiny and your outcome by speaking ill will over your life. And, you know, I heard someone say this on last week. Don't ever be intimidated by someone who breathes the same air as you. I absolutely love that. So don't allow the enemy to use anyone else to speak negativity in your life. Speak over your own life. Speak over the lives of your children, your grandchildren, your family, your finances. Listen, speak life. And you know what? Sometimes the enemy will overcompensate by sending several people to speak negative things in your life, over your life, and about your life. And whenever that happens, you just start overcompensating by speaking the word of God over your life and saying absolutely everything God has already said about you. The Bible says that you can choose life and speak life. You can call things to be not as though they were. You can take the word of God, which is unchanging. It's not going anywhere. So you can speak God's word, preach and prophesy your own healing, your own deliverance and whatever it is you stand in need of. Words are powerful. And the word of God is powerful. In the book of Hebrews, chapter 4, verse 12, it says this For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two edged sword. That is the power of the word of God. The word of God is alive and it is life changing. When you think about it, The world was created on a word. I've talked about this before. Everything which has ever been created came into being because God spoke it into existence with a word. The world exists on a word. And guess what? You exist on a word. In the book of John, chapter one, verses one through four, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. So the Word was here in the beginning, and it will still stand in the end. As a matter of fact, In the book of Isaiah, chapter 40, verse 8, it says the grass will wither, the flower will fade, but the word of God shall stand forever. 
Listen, words are powerful and don't ever think for one second that the words you use and the words you speak out of your own mouth will not have power because they do. And that is the reason why we have to sometimes, watch this, put a guard over our tongues and choose our words wisely. So the next time something negative is going to come out of your mouth, you may want to just watch your words and watch what comes out of your mouth. Listen, I am going to let you think about that. I am going to give you another Sila moment while I take a short break. And when I come back, I will continue to get into this some more. So stay tuned and I will be right back after this brief announcement. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other podcast platforms. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome back to the show, beauties. So before the break, of course, I gave you something else to think about the next time you are going to speak something negative, either in your life, in the lives of your family members, or in someone else's life to think about the words which are coming out of your mouth to guard your tongue. Because in the book of Proverbs 35 verse 5, it says, every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. So listen, when you are tempted to say something, put your trust in God. God will be a shield around your mouth to speak positive things and not negative things. But when you speak positive, speak the word of God over your life. And in the book of Acts, there are several passages of scripture which talk about the word of God growing, increasing, and multiplying. So what that means is your words have the power to increase, grow, and multiply. So when you are speaking negative things all the time, guess what? Those words are increasing, growing, and multiplying in your life. But if you speak the word of God and speak positivity instead of negativity, the positive word of God will increase, grow, and multiply in your life. God's word is refined. His word is like a fire. In the book of John, chapter 15, verse 3, we are reassured that his word heals, saves, and delivers. Psalms 119.11 says, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against God. So listen, when you hide the word of God in your heart, 
It's already in your spirit and whatever is in your heart will come out of your mouth. So when you hide the word of God in your heart, listen, when you are tempted to say something negative, if the word of God has already been hidden down on the inside of you, then that is what will come up out of you in those times when you want to speak negative or speak something over your life that does not line up with the word of God. That is the reason why we have to take the word, which is the sword of the spirit and use it to cut away everything out of our lives that does not line up with the word of God. Because St. John chapter six, verse 63 says the spirit gives life. The words I have spoken to you, they are full of the spirit and they are life. So speak what's impossible until it becomes possible. God has given you the ability to speak and change the atmosphere and to decree and declare everything you need. Proverbs chapter 18 verse 21 says death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. So that is the reason why I say that we have the power to speak death. We have the power to speak life and the power lies in your own tongue. That is the reason why we have to speak things on earth as it is in heaven. We have to be able to see above and beyond our current situation and circumstance and see who God has truly called us to be. But if you are still struggling with things coming out of your mouth that is not giving life, listen, we all still have a work to do and God has not finished with any of us yet. And for a lot of us, he is just getting started. But listen, you have to silence the voice of the enemy and evict him out of your life, dismiss him out of your life. And when you are tempted to say something that you should not say, and I'm not necessarily talking about cussing somebody out, but cursing your own life and using your own mouth and your own tongue to speak negativity and to talk about people and run them down with your mouth. Listen, ask God to help you to watch your mouth. In the book of Psalms 141.3, it says this, Set a watch, O Lord, before my mouth or over my mouth. Keep the door of my lips. And I thought this was a very interesting way the writer said, keep the door of my lips. Do you know why the word door was used in this passage of scripture? It's because a door swings open back and forth. So if you are using your mouth to do that about yourself or someone else, ask God to help you to watch your mouth. And trust me, I'm not telling you something as I said before, that I am not asking God for myself. I need God to help me to guard my tongue in a lot of situations. And if you are a parent, you know how mouthy your teenagers can be. And for some of you, it may be three or four year olds. 
talking back to you. Hopefully it's not. But when that happens and your children get mouthy, have you ever looked at them and said, watch your mouth? Well, sometimes as children of God, I feel like he has to look at us and say the exact same thing because he knows that our words have power, so much power that your words can move mountains. That's why God said that you have the power and the authority to speak to the mountain and say to the mountain, be thou removed and be cast into the sea. That is how powerful your words are. The Bible says that you shall have whatsoever you say. So if you say I am sick or I am unhappy or I am not good enough or I am never going to reach my dreams or accomplish my goals. Listen, the first thing wrong with that is this. If you will have whatever you say, then that's what you will receive. The second thing is this. Be cautious anytime you say, I am. Don't forget who the I am is, because anytime you say, I am, remember this. I am is not you. I am is Yahweh God. That is his name. That's what he told Moses in the book of Exodus, chapter 3, verse 14. I will read that verse of scripture for you. But before we get to that verse, I want to back up to verse 11 because in my studies, I found this so very interesting what Moses said. In Exodus chapter 3, Verse 11, it reads, And Moses said unto God, Who am I that I should go unto Pharaoh, and that I should bring forth the children of Israel out of Egypt? Now, this is key because when Moses said, Who am I? Am I is translated which. So essentially, Moses asked God, which one of us is going to Pharaoh and which one of us is going to bring the children of Israel out of Egypt? But what Moses didn't realize is that it wasn't a which, it was a who. Because in verse 13 of Exodus chapter 3, when Moses said to God, when I come to the children of Israel, and say to them, the God of your fathers sent me to you. What is his name? What am I going to say? And that's when God said in verse 14, I am that I am. And he said to Moses, this is what you tell them. This is what the children of Israel need to know. I am is the one that sent you. Because Moses, it's not you going to the children of Israel. It's not you going to Pharaoh. It's me. It's the I am in you that is going before you. And God had already assured Moses in verse 12, certainly I will be with you. So God was saying, of course, I'm going to be with you, Moses. Of course, I'm going to take care of you. Of course, I've got you and I am is the one who is sending you and they are going to know when you get there that I sent you. Whatever you need God to do in your life, don't think of it as you showing up for God. 
think of it as God showing up for you. Because when Moses said, am I, God responded with, I am. So think about that the next time you allow yourself to breathe the name of God, I am Yahweh God. This is the reason why God wants us to guard our mouth, to watch our mouth. Watch this, because when you say out of your mouth, I am sick or I am tired or I am sick and tired or I am weak, I am fed up. I am never going to be successful. I am never going to make it. What you are saying is God is sick. God is tired. God is fed up. God is not going to make it. God is not an overcomer. Why? Because I am is his name. But when you realize I am is his name and I am that I am is the self-existent one. He breaks curses. He mends the brokenhearted. He delivers. He will bring it to pass because he cannot fail. He's emphatic about his word and he is committed to his word because he is the word. His word will not return back to him void, but it will accomplish what he sends it to do. And right now, Moses, in this very moment, I have sent my word to deliver my people. And this isn't just for them, but in verse 15 of Exodus chapter three, God solidifies what he said by saying this word right here is a memorial to all generations forever and always. That means not just Moses, not just the Israelites, but that means me. That means you. That means your sons, your daughters, your family members, your friends. He said to all generations forever and always, God was assuring Moses that I will go before you and I will go before the generations after you. So when you go to the doctor, I am is going before you. When you walk into the courtroom, I am is going before you. When you are faced with your enemies, I am is going before you. I am making a way out of no way. I am advocating for you. I am fighting for you. I am vindicating you. I am supporting you. I am providing for you. And I am promoting you because I am the one who goes before you. Before I end the show today, I just want to leave you with a couple of quotes. The first scriptural quote from Romans chapter 8, verse 31, because I never want you to forget if God be for you, who can be against you? And the second quote is this, always remember to let the words of your mouth and the meditation of your heart be acceptable in the sight of Christ. Listen, beauties, that is my time. Remember, God is for you. And when God is for you, it doesn't matter who else is against you. He's got you. That is the reason why you can just keep living your best life for Christ, which is a blessed life. Keep feasting on the word of God. Be intentional to be a blessing to someone else. Stay positive, stay healthy, body, soul, and spirit. 
always be kind, keep a beautiful mind, and listen, never ever forget who God called you to be, purposed you to be, and created you to be, and that is a beautiful, dope soul. God bless you. We hope you enjoyed the show today. Don't forget to subscribe to Beautiful Soul Sunday on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, or any other podcast platform. Also, follow Beautiful Soul Sunday on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or visit our website at beautifulsoulsunday.com. Until next time, blessings, grace, and peace be multiplied.